today's podcast, we will start by talking about the cost of living adjustments for Social Security, which was recently announced. Now, is that really good news? We're going to break it down for you. Please stay with us today. Matters USA with Fred Sage. And you also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams. You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan. Asset allocation is really a driving force for how much your accounts are going to grow. Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and retirement specialist. I have to put the client's interest ahead of my own pocketbook at, at all times. I must be able to justify why I'm making the recommendations. Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Fred Sade. Welcome to the podcast once again in the conversation with Fred Sade. Fred Sade, who is the founder and managing director of the fiduciary firm Money Matters USA. Fred Sade is a fiduciary himself, holds a PhD in economics from Duke University and knows retirement, plans retirement. It's really what he does for his clients and can for you. Just to mention, Fred can be reached at 800-593-8188. Again, 800-593-8188. And his website is moneymattersusa.net. Well, Fred, yeah, we got the good news. Uh, We're recording on Monday, October 17th, the good news of the Social Security COLA of 2023 last week, and it's the highest in 40 years. The only bad thing is, so is inflation. Right. That's Yeah, that's that's absolutely right. So uh, even even at that rate, uh, the way inflation is is running, the uh, the COLA the, the COLA will wind up uh, being under the rate of inflation because of the uh, cost for uh, Medicare. And for many people, uh, it may also be the uh, IRMA costs. So the net, the, um, the net net has been calculated something a little bit over 5%. So that's still going to leave most folks uh, behind. Now, the only so, bit of good news is that the Medicare Part B premiums are going down a little yeah. this year. Yeah, that's that's true. And there'll be 10 medications uh, that would be reduced in price. And if you take those 10 medications, terrific. Mm-hmm. If you don't take those 10 medications. Not so terrific, right. Not so terrific. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think, you know, I, I think you really have to look at this in a uh, wider uh, context. I mean, if you're 50 years of age and or and or above, uh, time is is going to go very fast for you, and you have to look at the tremendous impact of taxes, inflation, uh, healthcare costs, cost of living, cost of food, and so on. And what's the impact going to be on you? Uh, on your children, on your on your grandchildren. I mean, this is a process of discovery that you have to really uh, go through. And once you go start going through this process of discovery, you have to realize that there's a big problem here, and then decide what kind of action uh, you are going to to take. Now, 
the national debt of the United States right now, the funded debt, that is the debt that they admit to and they pay interest on, is in excess of $31 trillion. So with a national debt that's that great, it does limit the choices that the uh, federal government, the Treasury has, as well as the Federal Reserve. And once that starts to limit choices, how do we solve current problems, the inflation crisis that we are going to do? How do you normalize inflation? Well, you normalize inflation by getting the interest rate above the inflation rate, and you crush down on the inflation rate. Well, right now, the Federal Reserve uh, legislatively is is charged with targeting, and I repeat that, targeting interest rates, but it's not targeting interest rates. It is setting and then suppressing right. uh, interest rates. So our interest rates are lower than they uh, ought to be. Now, you, right now, you're still pay, we're still paying interest as a country on $31 trillion, uh, in in debt. Now, if, if the um, interest rate managed the inflation rate, that would add about another $2.5 uh, And if you added the $2.5 trillion on, I'm sorry for, you know, these um, the, the, the statistics, and, and, and I'm sorry, but, you know, sometimes you have to get a little bit into the numbers. Yeah, sure. Um, well, that, that would take 40% of the current budget, which would be uh, paid for interest alone. So what would happen with other programs that the government funds? Would they be eliminated? Well, no. Obviously, they would not be eliminated. But the question is, who would, who would pay for those? Where would that money come from. And once you understand that, that means that the government is going to do two things. One, it's going to raise taxes. And two, it's going to continue to to print money. And it doesn't have to raise just income tax and capital gain taxes. It can just raise fees. Fees are another form of of taxation. So uh, when you know, we're talking to clients. We're 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 trying to um, explain to them that there, there's with with the probability of increased taxes and a dramatic loss of purchasing power uh, on on money. The the net amount of money that's going to be left after taxes and and after inflation and after the volatility and the losses. In the markets, uh, you know, are you going to be okay with that, or do you need a strategy that you can implement that's going to prevent you from experiencing all this damage to your financial and your retirement uh, future? And this, this, the, the the answer to these questions is absolutely uh, imperative. Now, I mean, if if we have to. Um, if, if we just went back to, say, 1990 and then came forward, we, you can see the increase in taxes that have been paid on Social Security by extending the base and by increasing the amount of taxes that you have to pay. Now, um, 
so I mean, if you're a grandma or an, or a grandpa, uh, you it's really important that you do something to protect your estate and to leverage up your estate because it's not likely that that your children and your grandchildren are going to have enough money left uh, in, in order uh, to, in order for them to retire, and they're going to you're going to need to hold wealth. Into in the family or create additional wealth. Life insurance is a very, very simple way of doing that uh, in order to get your kids and your grandkids uh, through it. And as one uh, client said uh, to me, um, I have to do this because they need the money. And that's absolutely, that's absolutely uh, correct. And um, Right now, government policy is negatively impacting uh, um, Americans, and that means that you have to develop a, a strategy for yourself and and uh, and if you own a business to to be able to deal with all this in a positive uh, it's in a positive in a positive way. Now, um, th this um, you know the, this whole process doesn't have to take. You know, decades. I mean, it, it to, to get going uh, with it, uh, and this isn't a matter of, of trying to manipulate uh, anybody. We're just trying, just trying to help people organize their their thinking, uh, so that uh, they're amenable to a, a strategy that's going to be the most uh, beneficial uh, to them. There's a terrific website called. Uh, truthinaccounting.org. And if you take a look at this website, truthinaccounting.org, it's got tremendous amount of, of resources, uh, lots of information, a lot of accurate information. There's no charge for using uh, this particular uh, state. Now, I mentioned the $31 trillion of funded debt, but there's also debt that is off the books uh, because when 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 you do all these supplementals and whatnot, they don't count uh, as as funded debt. And then if you look at the totality uh, of things, I mean the our gov the federal government, leaving the states aside for a moment, federal government has 4.89 trillion of assets. And it's got 138.28 trillion in debt. Now I could break this this down for you, um, and you'll see that Medicare is over 58 trillion, Social Security is over 45 trillion, publicly held debt that is debt that we owe to foreigners is over 22 trillion, S military and civilian retirement benefits are over 10 trillion. So the liabilities, the total is $138 wow. trillion and change. And, of course, so, you're looking over a period of time there, but still, yeah. that's alarming. Well, yeah, the government desperately needs the money. So if you have money, you have a target on your back because the government is going to come after anybody who, do, who has money. And it, is the government going to allow people who don't have money to go without food, uh, shelter, without yeah. health care? No, the answer is obviously no. So they're going to take from those who have, and they're going to give it to those who don't have. And then the question is, 
if if you did everything right, you live within your means. You 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 were very careful about that, and you did everything you were supposed to do. Now, who's the government going to take money from? to support people who didn't do what they were supposed to do. So is it is that fair? Well, I mean, well should you be upset about it? Yeah. Uh, but the, the important thing is to develop a strategy or a set of strategies to protect what you've accumulated and to be aware that, that, that there are strategies that are available. And this is really um, vitally important because the, the states, all 50 states combined, have about $1.5 trillion uh, in debt. And the worst states are California, New York, Massachusetts, Illinois, New Jersey, and Connecticut. And these states don't really have enough money to, to pay their bills on a regular basis. I mean, currently they're running a surplus because the federal government put money into those states. But what happens after they spend that money? So they're going to increase income taxes and property or sales tax. They're going to borrow money uh, or they're going to reduce benefits. Well, they're, 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 they're probably going to have to do all three. So... I mean, when you're left with 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 these uh, kinds of, of choices, uh, what happens? And and we know that people look to the government for bailouts, and we, there's plenty of uh, New York City was bailed out, Detroit was bailed out, General Motors, Chrysler, they were all bailed out. So what makes you think that they wouldn't bail them out uh, again? So who pays? Who pays? We do. Yeah, of course. Property yeah. taxes. You know, sales taxes, income taxes, Everything. that's not going to be enough. There isn't enough money. So no, that means not. Yeah, the government is going to print money. And um, they're going to print it because they don't want to be voted out of office. So how badly damaged do you think you're going to be, uh, you know, by these uh Events. I mean, we, our our role is to provide solutions. We're, we're not the enemy. We're not an adversary. We want to provide uh, solutions, and, and we know from innumerable surveys. We we looked here at this week at BlackRock's survey on on retirement, but um, there are a lot of other surveys that are showing you the same thing. And what are people concerned about? They're concerned about inflation and they're concerned about volatility uh, in the marketplace. They don't think that they can um, that they that they're well prepared for retirement. They don't think that their nest egg will will get them through uh, retirement. They're not happy with the uh, employer's retirement uh, plan. And, and people are very, very concerned about, uh, you know, about retirement. Um, this, is, this is vitally uh, important. So if, if, if you don't have, uh, you know, if you haven't really thought about this, or if you think that uh, the future will take care of itself, uh, you only got to worry about the here and now, Time goes by very, very fast, especially when you're over 50 years of age. 
I mean, the 10 years will be like uh, an eye blank. Oh, it definitely does. Yeah. Now's the time. Well, it is. And, you know, on what you've talked about, let's get someone's take on this. And then uh, I've even got some questions on you based on some things you've said. Uh, But uh, House Ways and Means Committee ranking member, Representative Kevin Brady, weighs in on inflation and other challenges we're facing. I think overall, this report is terrible news for both workers and seniors. Core inflation is at the highest on record. Food prices are just shockingly high. You're seeing housing prices high. And now uh, health care costs are nearly 30% up over the past year. And it's clear, high inflation, it's persistent. And right now, there's no end in sight. Inflation is going to be high for another year or two because of what's already baked into this economy, unfortunately. And the Inflation Reduction Act has done absolutely nothing, as you can see, so So right now you're seeing an economy, obviously, that is contracting in a big way. Job growth is slowing as well. Inflation is pretty crushing for a lot of Americans. I I do want to say that in our second segment of the podcast, Fred is going to address uh, measures that he can put in place to help um, boost your confidence, even when entering retirement in a scary time like this. I noticed uh, Brady said uh, the health care has gone up 30 percent, so that's way higher than what we're getting is 8.2 percent inflation. Everything's not factored in. So when you count what your personal inflation is, it probably exceeds quite possibly 8.7, the 8.7 percent COLA from Social Security. I did want to ask you one thing, Fred, because you were talking about where we are now with debt. Our U.S. national debt is $31 trillion. Uh, mm-hmm. If I'm reading this correctly, our current budget deficit is a, about $1.1 trillion. Um, hard to believe that we had a balanced budget, what, about 22 years ago. Remember, in the was the push in the late 80s or early 90s uh, to have a balanced budget amendment? If, yes. we, if we amended the Constitution now mandating a balanced budget, is it even doable now? Well, for, first of all, uh, you have en- enough states have, ratif- have ratified the call for a constitutional convention, and Congress is absolutely ignoring the fact that the number of states required has been exceeded. So Congress doesn't want to do anything about the spending. And that's part of the of the problem. Part of the problem is a political problem, and it's an electability problem. And, and as I, you know, alluded to previously, pe- uh, uh, members of Congress uh, are not going to cut back on on programs that people want or some people are dependent uh, on. And if they can't be, if those programs can't be paid for uh, based on revenue, then they'll just print money. And 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 fund them fund them that way, and that means that we are in for a a long bout of inflation. And I'm of the uh, school that says that uh, inflation is really baked into the cake. It's it's, it's being institutionalized uh, right now, and and there's no good uh, solution uh, to the problem. Now, if um, if you're following the situation in, in the <clears throat> United Kingdom. You had a a, a new um, uh, prime minister elected by the electors in the Conservative Party, and initially her her program was uh, to uh, stimulate the economy uh, by uh, by program of growth and reducing taxes, and that put the new government 
into a direct conflict with the central bank, with the Bank of England, and the Bank of England won. Mm. And so it kicked out the um, new chancellor of the Exchequer and the uh, government and the uh, new prime minister abandoned uh, abandoned the, the uh, her program. And that that means that you're going to have higher taxes uh, during a recession. And, and clearly, Europe is in a recession. It's primarily an energy-driven uh, recession. But uh, but uh, the the central bank is is, um, is is back to quantitative easing, or if you want to use that term. Uh, term. And uh, and 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 um, the uh, tax cuts are off the off off, uh, and and now it's going to be a tax increase. Uh, there's no theory. There's no economic theory, uh, other than classical economics, which, which said that you that you should increase taxes and balance the budget. Well, we saw that that didn't work during the depression of the 1930s, where classical economics was, uh, you know. Um, thrown out because it doesn't work. It makes it makes things worse when you do that. That just deepens a, a recession. So uh, my concern is, is that the uh, Biden administration wants to do the same thing here. And so uh, regardless of what happens in the election, uh, there'll be a lame duck session. And uh, so the question is whether or not the administration will try to push through as much taxes as possibly can uh, uh, during the lame duck session, assuming that uh, that they lose control of both houses of Congress. If they don't, uh, then it's Katie bar the windows. I mean, uh, it, they'll go for it. Uh, and, and this has, uh, you know, been on the agenda since the Obama administration. Well, we are we are in, we're well. We've got really challenges, no doubt. Yeah, we we definitely, definitely do, and it, yeah. it is a, it's scary. It's certainly scarier uh, to retire, or I mean, if especially if you're not planned properly uh, to be approaching retirement now, as opposed to say three years ago. So the challenges are identified here. Let's look at some solutions possible solutions, what you should consider in your retirement planning. And that's what we're going to go over straight ahead after the break here on Money Matters USA. Are you losing sleep over market volatility affecting your hard-earned retirement savings? You can't afford to lose a big portion of your nest egg with not enough time to recover. Many people want safety and the guarantee of principle, but also prefer the potential of higher growth with the market. And now you can have both. Call Fred Sade at Money Matters USA at 800-593-8188. That's 800-593-8188. We're back with Money Matters USA, Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins with Fred Sade. Fred Sade, who uh, heads up this podcast, has offered this informational outreach uh, for uh, quite a while now. Uh, I think we're on like podcast 65 here. And of course, we're on the radio. We were on the radio before this. But really, Fred, you can get more specific when you schedule with people. And so if you're thinking, wow, this, like if you just heard the first half of this podcast and thinking, I really, I need plans. I need strategies. This is a, we've got our challenges here as a nation. 
uh, than you can get with a fiduciary who specializes in retirement planning wherever you are listening. 800-593-8188 for Fred Sade. 800-593-8188. You can also visit the website, and that is moneymattersusa.net. Well, we definitely, uh, you identified the challenges we're facing, Fred. So let's look at what we should consider to make uh, retirement planning even more efficient. Um, I I want to get out of order here a little bit because we spent a lot of time on inflation. So let's start with that. How do you work with your clients to factor in where we are now with inflation, where it could go, and, and it's always there. So even when it goes down, how do you factor it into their income plan? Well, we use, I use a... Um I use the Iverson uh, method, uh, and the, the without getting to details, what the Iverson method uh, does is it it allows you to eliminate inflation as a factor, and has you grow uh, income and assets in such a way that it doesn't matter what inflation is, you you will be able to address uh, the problem. And and I, I like the Ibbotson method because it's a lot different than the CFP method. The CFP method it has you ask the client, what do you think is a good inflation number? Well, a client doesn't know. If you don't know, how does the client know? Nobody knows what a good inflation number is. So what should we say? 3%, 4%, 5%, 6%, 7%. What, what is the number that we that we should pick? And then it's a matter of trying to uh, generate uh, income uh, in such a, in such a way and consume assets in such a way that we're that we're going to get to the target inflation number. I mean, to me, that that that's just that's uh, just the mouse running on the treadmill. It, it doesn't. It, it it's not, in my opinion, an effective way to deal with the problem of inflation. You deal with it by eliminating it as a factor so that you can grow income and assets. So it doesn't matter what inflation is. You can still you can still defeat it. And and that's and that's that's how that's how I deal uh, with it. It's the main reason that I walked away from the CFP program because I disagreed with with the way it approaches the inflation problem. We heard from U.S. Representative uh, House Ways and Means Committee Ranking Member Kevin Brady in the last segment. He was talking about the uh, how, you know we look at eight point two inflation, which is crazy high, but just the percentage that healthcare is going up. Before we even not even mentioning long term care, which we could look at, but looking at what will be healthcare costs, out of pocket costs. How do you help your clients prepare for that? Well, there's a there's a lot of ways of looking at it, and there's a lot of studies that that uh, look at it. If if we um, we will set aside uh, a a bucket that that will have for a couple. We we want we want to. Our t- my target is about eighty thousand. Uh, now you can argue all you want with two hundred and fifty thousand, three hundred and twenty-five thousand. Go for it. Uh, we, we target about eighty thousand, and um, that that bucket can be used for uncompensated 
uh, care that you, you may experience uh, because of shortfalls or reductions in, uh, in, in Medicare uh, Part A and Part B. Um, some people are very happy with the Advantage plans, the Part C. Um, there are issues with Advantage plans. It's beyond the scope of trying to get into it, but we factor we factor it in into a bucket uh, that we that we're using as a set aside. We don't use it for anything else, but we we hang it off the uh, you know off off our liquidity bucket uh, for uh, that we use to, to pay for. Uh, for our, for living expenses, and um, and we and we essentially don't don't touch it. We're not trying to get a lot of return on this money. We just want to make sure uh, it's liquid. And um, there's no there's no guarantee, you know, when you're going to need uh, this this money. Um, there was a, it, this is a slight segue. Uh, I'm not really changing the subject, but but I but I want uh, I, I just want it here for comparison. Um, there was a time where you could not buy long-term care if you were below sixty. Then it went to forty. Now there's there's no age limit. I've I've had clients in their thirties uh, who have needed long-term care. Mm-hmm. I I've had women who have had strokes in childbirth. Who, who needed who needed long term yeah. care? I I've had individuals really hard charging uh, executive types who work very hard and have had a stroke, right. uh, and, and and in many cases it's not people who don't take care of themselves. Yeah, they exercise, they eat right, and so on and so forth. But it happens. So uh, there's there's just no there is no way. There, there is no way to uh, uh, to know when 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 this kind of thing is is going to happen to you. Now, if it happens while you're younger and you're working, uh, you know you and you've got pretty decent uh, medical care, you still may have uncompensated uh, costs that that you have to uh, you know address. If you're fortunate, you might have a health sa- savings account. Um, and you know, if it if you put the money in there uh, on a regular basis, if you're married, it, it's it's great. And, or even if you're single, I mean, it's it's still it's still a terrific terrific place. Now, of course, that requires you to have a high deductible plan. But leaving that aside for a minute, it, it is a way to accumulate, uh, and it can accumulate a significant amount of money because that money can be invested like any other uh, uh, money can be uh, invested. It doesn't have to be held at, uh, at, uh, at interest. Um, the, the, I th- you know, in talking about this, I think the single most important uh, thing and, and the place where I think that we, we have the biggest breakdown is that uh, people don't understand the fact that you have to shift from accumulation to de-accumulation. That's tough, too. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, uh, a physician who's a surgeon is going to specialize. If, If you are a heart surgeon, you're only going to do heart surgery. 
If you're a brain surgeon, you're only going to do brain surgery. A heart surgeon does not do brain surgery and vice versa. If, if you do, if you go to a search engine, you're going to find tons of stuff on accumulation. You're going to find next to nothing on deaccumulation. But when you are retiring, you must switch to a deaccumulation strategy. And deaccumulation, the, de the rules for deaccumulation are completely and totally different than the rules for accumulation. And if you try to keep accumulating, you're gonna, you are going to run into a real problem because you are trying to use a portfolio and then take income from the portfolio in a volatile market. How much income do you really think you can take from a portfolio? And on top of the market being volatile, the fact is that bonds and equities are working in the same direction. The, the bond market has been beaten down. The, the treasury markets have been beaten down. So uh, since rates and yield work opposite to each other, it, it, if yields are up, it, mean, it means that the rates are down. So bonds are being killed uh, right now, and, and that, may, that means, it means it's a big problem because a 60-40 or 55-45 portfolio will not work. So right now, the latest studies are showing you that the 4% rule is now a 1.9% rule. And, and that, mm -hmm. That's just the reality of the way things are. So if you've got more than 70% of your money uh, coming from the stock market, you're in a lot of trouble. Uh, right now, I mean, if, if, if you you should, you have to think of uh, of of three basic buckets. You you need to think about a, a liquid a liquid bucket, uh, and now I can hang other buckets from this. But just to keep it simple, a liquid bucket that will provide you with with income just the same way you have income coming in. Now you don't have any more income coming in, you have to create your own income. That's the liquid bucket. And then you have a intermediate bucket where, where you are targeting emergency funds, medical funds, uh, unanticipated expense funds. Uh, and then finally, a, a bucket where you have uh, growth. And you need some growth because of longevity. Now, the, the thing that's really important is the amount of risk you can take because uh, you just don't have as much. At, at 30 or 35 years of age, you have time to recover from a down market. At, at 50, 60, 70, 80, you don't have time to recover uh, any any longer. So you, you you now have to be much more careful about the downside where it becomes necessary to cap out your downside uh, losses and to have money where you can't lose uh, any anything uh, whatsoever. And 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 all of these strategies are available so that you can you can get income that's guaranteed and income that is that is probable. But it, it becomes necessary to really understand how, how things are going to work for you. You don't have to be, an, you don't have to be a Wall Street tycoon and, and an expert uh, on how Wall Street works. You just need to understand how, it's, how things are going to work uh, for you. And then, because we've looked at income, we've looked at factoring in inflation and uh, that that tough transition from accumulation to deaccumulation. So let's, we can't leave out taxes. What are those good strategies to consider going forward to lessen that impact? 
Well, we need we need to have taxables tax free and tax deferred. We we need all we need all three uh, of these, and uh, it, it's a matter of uh, tax diversification and to, and also knowing which assets uh, should be used for in a taxable bucket, which should be used in a tax deferred bucket, and which should be used in a tax free. Uh, bucket. All of this is vitally uh, important because if you have the wrong asset in the wrong bucket, you you wind you wind up in a in a worse tax uh, position than you might also otherwise uh, have been. And also, it becomes necessary to manage uh, losses. And if you have losses, uh, there there are strategies available to be able to take advantage of them from from a tax. Uh, perspective, and um, there are investments which actually capture uh, losses, uh, and that may be uh, desirable for some people uh, in order to reduce their their tax bracket. Uh, the and uh, when you are working, you're really working with an effect with an effective rate. Uh, when you're not working, you have to look at at marginal rates. Uh, that uh, that are impacted, especially when you turn Social Security on through the 22% bracket, you're not going to be able to avoid the impact of the tax torpedo. So you really need to uh, do everything before uh, you become RMD eligible. And there's plenty of strategies and things that can be done then. And after that, uh, you you don't have as many strategies, so it becomes tax management becomes extremely uh, important. Now we we are great fans of, uh, of of Roths, and there are a lot of strategies for for Roth conversions. We also uh, like the use of uh, of life insurance uh, in, in order to uh, supplement uh, Roths, and um, we like and we we like annuities. There, there's a lot to be said uh, for uh, for annuities, depending on uh, the type of annuity and whether or not uh, it's in a taxable or tax deferred. Uh, bucket and getting different uh, tax treatment. There's, there's a there's there, there are a lot of there's a lot of um, there's a lot of great uh, alternatives uh, out there. My my concern, to be quite frank about it, is there there are, there are really three levels of uh, of information. I mean, it, it's it's uh, it's the known knowns. It's it's what you know. It's the known unknowns. It's what you know you don't know, and you're trying to fit it in and make it fit into what you know. And it's the unknown unknowns. It's what it is you don't know you don't know, and that's where it becomes extremely dangerous uh, because that's where you get blindsided. And it's, it's really that third level of knowledge that is so vitally important. Well, there are a lot of strategies to consider. I mean, we, Fred laid out the challenges we face with everything in our current economic climate, but the right strategies to retire, to build confidence in your retirement plan, because uh, we had a lot of stats and numbers in the first segment, but we're reading, of course, a lot of uh, reports and, and studies and surveys that are showing eroding confidence among retirees and pre-retirees. Let's make sure you've got the confidence level where you wanted to be going into retirement retirement with the right strategies. Again, you can schedule with Fred with a phone call 800-593-8188, 800-593-8188. 
8188 and his website is moneymattersusa.net. As always, Fred, great conversation. Uh, a little, little scary in the first segment, but um, then you lay out maybe what we should consider going forward because you don't have to delay uh, your retirement. I'm sure you've probably talked to people who've said, maybe I should put it off a little bit now, but I get you don't have to if planned properly. Is that right? That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's true. It's for people who start planning, you know, at, at um, they want to retire at 65 and, and, you know, when they're 64 and a half and now they're starting to plan, mm-hmm. uh, that really limits y- your, your choices. And it's, it's very difficult um, to, to be able to develop a full blown plan. So, you know, in that kind of time constraint. So you have to do this incrementally and, um, and that, that takes, that takes time and you have to be willing to uh, recognize that and, and, um, you know, and the alternatives and, and to keep on working uh, the the plan uh, in order, in order to get it into shape. So it, it might take, it might take six, seven, eight months past your retirement date. So the planning may, may, you know, devolve, devolve into segments uh, because because you just didn't allow uh, enough enough time. And a lot of people wait, you know, to, right to the to the bitter end, or 55, 56, 57, you know, and oh yeah, I have to do it. I I didn't want to do it, but all right, now I have to do it. And it it, ma- it makes the whole process. Uh, much more complicated because the more time you have, the more choices you have. Yeah. The less time you have, the fewer choices you have, and some of those choices may not uh, be you know, as palatable as, as you as they would have had if you had more more time. And and, and at the end of the day, it's not about the amount of assets you have. It's it's really about the amount of income that you can uh, produce. Uh, you know, you can lose assets, you can be cheated, you can lose them in the market, they can be stolen. I mean, a- the assets themselves are, are, not the, are, not the, are not the driver. We didn't have enough time to talk about sequence of risk return, but, but that's a deal killer, right? Uh, five years mm-hmm. before retirement, first five years in retirement, if the market is negative, that, that could kill your entire uh, uh, retirement. Wow. So uh, these are this is completely different than worrying about what, you know what what's the hot new stock what, what what's the tip that you have for me today yeah. that you know I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna you know gonna, it's the next Apple uh, that sort of thing. Yeah, and uh, man, that's scary when you say it could wreck your entire retirement. Because we uh, we do worry about running out of money in retirement, and we also don't want to downgrade our lifestyle in retirement. Just proper planning—that's uh, what it's about. And again, Fred, eight hundred five nine three eighty one eighty eight. If you call that and want to set up a, a consultation initially with Fred, he'll make it work you, wherever you are. Thanks to technology, eight hundred five nine three eighty one eighty eight. And thanks so much for going along with us on this podcast journey. Money Matters USA. They drop every Friday. So we just ask, stay with us. We're back next week with another fresh podcast and more information and vital information on the proper retirement planning coming up on Money Matters USA.
Investment advisory services offered through Money Matters USA LLC. Fred Sade and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell in any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to the securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Money Matters USA LLC. By contacting Money Matters USA, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.